today's little broadcast here by making a statement that you've probably heard a thousand times before if you're any kind of age at all, and it is hindsight is 2020. And I want to start by saying that actually that's really not true. If hindsight truly were 2020, well, to begin with, the idea that the victors write history would not be true. That would be the first thing that we would have to say about that. I'm pretty sure it is lots of the time. But the other thing about that, the other consideration is uh, that if hindsight were in fact 2020, everybody should be more or less seeing the same thing, and we're not. We're not seeing the same thing. So it's pretty obvious that that's not the case. Hindsight is not 2020. That being said, it should be a little easier to look at the past and see it for what it was better maybe even than what you were able to do at the time because things come up that make it possible for you to come to conclusions and make decisions you know, about what history actually was as a result of the fact that you're able to see things more completely and more clearly, hopefully, in the present than you were at the time that they happened. I want to talk today on the subject of why the 2008 crash on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Wednesday, the 23rd of March of 2022. Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, the podcast on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page, the Kurt's Religion and Politics page on Facebook on KurtzReligionAndPolitics.Locals.com, on MindsMINDS.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group primarily there, on Parler, Gab, Twitter, or wherever else you happen to be finding me today. And again, the subject for today is going to be the 2008 crash, uh, which I think is an important thing to discuss. Let me go ahead and go through my notes to kind of set the, the base, as I typically do for what I'm going to talk about today. I'll be among the first to agree with the idea that little in life or history is simple. So when I heard Dinesh D'Souza discussing the 2008 economic crash, I expected to hear a nuanced account. And I did. He did, a, he did an okay job of that, I'll say. Sadly, though, in my view, Dinesh did not put enough emphasis on the actual problem as I see it. And I think a lot of, there are a lot of people who would agree with me on this. He did talk about it, and as far as he went, his assertions were valid. What he sort of failed at, though, was discussing what caused the ball to begin rolling down the hill in a pronounced way. Where did this all begin? Why did it all start? To be fair, he did discuss it. He just didn't do as good a job laying the blame where, I, where it actually lived as I would have liked. He mentioned the fact that there were a bunch of greedy individuals out there who took advantage of regulations to lend money to folks who really couldn't afford to pay it back. He talked, too, about those folks who generated derivatives based on those loans to some degree. He mentioned that. What he failed at, in my way of looking at things, is discussing the environment that made all of this possible. He attributed things largely to the government's willingness to guarantee often more or less worthless loans. But there was another piece of that puzzle. It was the tightening of regulations on folks who were involved in the mortgage business, in doing mortgages. See, those folks were pretty much told if you don't lend to this group or that group, uh, we're coming after you. 
That's what they were told. In fact, Mr. Barack Obama was an activist prior to being president who made it his business to go after folks who refused to lend to others, not on the basis of race, as he would have contended, but on the basis of inability to repay loans. Which is really what redlining was about. We're not going to get into the details on that today, because it's sort of a side point. It's something that they use as an excuse and not much more. So when he came into office, nobody should have been surprised that he supported more or less government entities, that is, they are more or less government ent entities, that teetered on the edge of horrible risk where lending practices were concerned. Multiple times, folks in government were warned of the impending crisis only to shrug off the people doing the warning, who, it happens, were eminently qualified to speak on such matters as doomsayers without a clue. That's what they treated them as. That's how they dealt with them. This is why it came as such a shock to many when the house of cards came a-tumbling down. The folks in question were absolutely convinced, the ones who didn't listen, mostly because of their own ignorance, frankly, everything would turn out just fine. It's true that others following their lead were equally ignorant and greedy. That made things the much worse. But the beginning of the tumble was caused by regulation and coercion. And most of both came out of the government. This is what we should never, never forget. There are any number of videos out there from entities like C-SPAN that show certain individuals, and I forget the people's names now, it's been a while, you know, more than 10 years, right? Uh, but saying to various congressional review boards and various other things, look, you're doing things that are going to be harmful. They tried to tell them. I watched some of these videos long after the fact, sadly, but I watched them. And they basically said, you're lending money to people who aren't going to be able to pay, them, pay the money back. And worse yet, and they may have said this, I don't remember now or not, you've got people who are doing um, derivative instruments off of mortgages. So they were deriving, they were creating uh, financial tools, uh, not tools, but I'm, I'm having a hard time explaining exactly, but but ba it's not that I don't understand, it's that this is not all that simple to explain. But they made these financial promises off of derivative made off of those bad loans. And when they did that, the result was <clears throat> that when the mortgages collapsed, so did the derivative notes that were generated, the derivative instruments. They collapsed along with them. And it brought a whole lot of people down in the process because a lot of people who, in my opinion, though it's, again, I'm looking into the past and you can say hindsight is twenty twenty, which as I've explained is not really true, but nonetheless, you can say that 
The point of all of this is they assumed that the things that they were doing were going to be okay, that the things that the people who created the mortgage-backed derivatives had done were going to be okay. And part of that was on the basis that the government said, oh, yeah, we'll take care of it if anything goes wrong, which, of course, they couldn't do, particularly on a, on a grand scale. There was no way, right? So what I'm saying here is really simple. What Dinesh said was correct. It was correct. But we have to remember a couple of things. One, a bunch of activists like Barack Obama made it so that people were lending to folks that they shouldn't have been lending to. Two, the the uh, regulations on lending, rather than what you would expect, were not loosened. Oh no, they were tightened up to make it so that you had to lend to certain classes of people, whether or not they could afford to pay back what it was that you were lending or that you, you know that you were giving them to buy the house. Dinesh is correct in a couple of regards. The fact that they were doing zero down, low interest and various things. Now, the low interest should have helped, but the fact that they were doing zero down meant that they had less of uh, an investment, less skin in the game so that when they lost that house, it wasn't so important to them. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. I've done two zero-down mortgages. No, the first one I think I paid for. I think I bought, I got a loan and paid it off. But the second time I did one, I did it zero-down. But, you know, the fact is I'm not that person <clears throat> who's going to um, give up on my house because times get hard. There are a lot of people out there who are exactly that person, and that's what they're going to do. Okay, here I am past the end of my time. This is another one of those subjects I could talk on a lot. Just remember, it was it was activism and it was regulation that made it so that loans were made that shouldn't have been. And then the greedy people who did the derivatives, derivatives pretty much followed. Uh, and and that's where what made it so that when the loans fell down, so did a lot of the financial industry as a result. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap up. This has been the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Wednesday, that middle of the week day for most work week day for most people, the 23rd of March of 2022. Uh, that means tomorrow will be Thursday, getting on for the end of the week, the 24th of March of 2022. Um, uh, welcome, or excuse me, thank you. Welcome to, but thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's the Kurtz Religion, Religion and Politics page on Facebook, on KurtzReligionAndPolitics.locals.com, on MindsMINDS.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group primarily there, on Parler, Gab, Twitter, or wherever else you happen to be seeing me today. Subject for today has been why the 2008 crash, and tomorrow we're going to talk about the public square, and you really probably want to tune in for this one because I think um, I think there are some important things that I am saying there that that need to be understood. I don't remember exactly what my thrust again was on that, but I promise you that I remember looking at it and going, yeah, yeah, this I really like what I'm saying here, and I really think that it would be beneficial for people to hear it, which is a lot of why I do what I do. Hope you're doing well today. Hope things are going well for you. And hopefully we will see you again on Thursday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schuett. This podcast was created on Wednesday, the 
23rd of March of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kirk's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching today's edition of The Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. Minds, M-I-N-D-S dot com, uh, you, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group and com as well. You can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites, really only about three, Parlor, Gab, and Twitter at present. I am at KP Schubert on each of them. You can find me under them and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S dot k-p-s-h-u-b-e-r-t dot com uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites you probably want to search Kurt's Religion and Politics not the Daily Summation keep in mind you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it uh, all constructive feedback is welcome you can like, dislike, add a rumble or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things you can add, also add a comment on what I put there. Unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others, I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them. I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate, and possible, of course. Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Politics. Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's as well.